Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 1871 podcast. And yes, it's official. Reading have been relegated to League One after Huddersfield's 1-0 win against Sheffield United tonight. And that means that Reading will be playing in the third tier next season for the first time in 21 years since that famous Jamie Curriton equaliser at Brentford that secured automatic promotion. So, Johnny, I uh, just want to start by asking you as a Reading fan, you know, for many, many years, how are you feeling tonight? I'm depressed, mate. I mean, what, what do you want to say? Like, seriously, it's horrible. It's a horrible, horrible feeling, but the, the club have brought it on themselves. Um, you know, I remember, the, you know, when we went down to League One, um, we lost at Forest away back in 98 and then the last game at Norwich at home at Elm Park before we went to the Majeski. Yeah, and it's just a deflating, horrible experience. You know, the younger fans have never had that. Um, but I'd never thought, you know, 25 years later, we'd be doing the same again. The owners are to blame. The managers we've had for the last 10 years are to blame to a point. Um Players that we've had, the, the the recruitment. Where do we start about the whole sad decline of Reading Football Club in ten years? It's it's disgusting. It's vile. Um, fans aren't to blame, but the fans will cop it. You know that's that's the horrible part of of where we're at with this club. Um, we'll go down to League One. The fans will still support the team. Will the owners? Mark Bowen talks a good game. You know it's. It's a job for him. He's not a fan. If he was a fan yeah. of the club, it would be a different feeling. So I'm hurting. You're hurting. As many other people are tonight. We hope, we keep hoping game by game would get a bit of luck. <laughs> and every game it didn't happen. Um, you know, and the six point deduction, if it didn't happen, it would still be up. Bad mismanagement by the club again. Where did, you know, we could go on about it forever. It's just horrible. Uh, uh, Johnny, I wanted to to ask you, um, you know, can you pinpoint what has gone wrong for Reading this season or, or is this season a culmination of the last few seasons? And, and you know, you hinted at it earlier there, 
bad mismanagement from from the top. Is is that why you think this has happened? Well, watching Paul Lintz get a bottle of red wine from Man United's manager tonight, laughing about it didn't really help. To be honest, that kind of rubs rubs it in. Uh, you know, that was that was just like I oh, got no respect for the club, and you're there. You know, like he doesn't. He didn't. He's not helped for the last eighteen months. Yeah, he's you know. We talked about his whole the embargo thing, blah 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 blah. But he's been probably one of the worst managers we've had in a long time. Um, but it's it's worse than him. It's going back to you know the promotion season to the Premier League and and Russian owner coming in with Majeski, and then things changed. And we've been you know we've had in my memory, two fairly decent seasons. The first one under Adkins when we missed out on the playoffs. The Burnley, I think, on the last day we drew two all. Um, I, I, the, the result, we literally thought we were, we were in the playoffs and everyone run the pitch and we didn't get there. Uh, that was embarrassing. And then, you know, obviously, the Appstam season where we got to the playoff final. Um, that was it. And the rest of it has been absolutely mediocre and horrible with a lot of players who play for the club and, and earned a lot of money and, and you know we, we we never really progressed there was never any plan there's never any sort of future planning of what we're doing it was just like this let's hope for the best three or four owners in that time yeah it's it's vile and um pivotal moments this season because it was you know it's a reasonable start and obviously, you know, when, when Valko Paunovic was the manager, it was a great start to that season, then eventually finished seventh just outside the playoffs. But what do you think was the pivotal moment this season, apart from obviously the six point deduction? Was it, you know, what was it that red card for Andy Carroll? Did that kind of seal Reading's fate, do you think? Or can we not really look at that? No, it sealed it, but it was it was done before that. I think anyone knows that, and you know, from what I hear about Mark Bowen, he wanted in Scott in February, and I think any fan would have agreed with it. You know, it was we could all see it coming, and like our form has been absolutely woeful for months, apart from the Blackpool win against you know a poor team. The rest of it has been absolutely dire. You know, I'm not going to hang any players out to dry. Inst done that every game. Um, Noel Hunt came in and tried to give it a bit of a bounce factor and did some positivity, which he did. But then, you know, you're limited with what the players you've got. You know, under the embargo, I sound like Paul Lynch now. It's, you know, the points deduction, blah, blah, blah. He did his best as he could. I, you know, I'm not going to have a go at Noel Hunt because he, he, you know, he tried. Yeah, it was a sinking ship by then, really, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And, like, you know, and every other, every other team, you know, Warnock, again, you know, Mr. Marmite, you know, you love him or hate him, but what he's done is he's got he's kept Huddersfield up. So and then he's gonna rub the salt in the wounds on you know Monday. Yeah. Um, which is pretty hard to swallow for Reading fans. But what happens if football goes around, comes around, and, and it's hard. But it's not you know, Neil Warwick didn't make this problem. Reading's ownership, backroom staff, whatever, over the last number of years have allowed this to happen. And, and, and the you, EFL. Yeah, uh, and you see what um what Neil Warnock's done at Huddersfield, you know, there has been a bit of a transformation there and he, he's got that reputation, hasn't he? Do you think it was, do you think it was too late to sack Paul Ince or do you think the chances are that, you know, even if it had been done sooner, we would have gone down anyway, because 
presumably if if Paul Ince had been sacked earlier, whether it's February, March, whatever, Noel Hunt would have come in. Would we? Are the chances that we would have gone down anyway? Do you think? Well, you, you give a manager a chance, and and I, you know, from what I gather, honestly, that you know, Bowen wanted Ince gone, but the owner was too loyal because he, you know, he's given Ince a chance, and Ince is there laughing tonight at a Man United game. Um, he's not a fan of the club. Noel Hunt is, um, you know, Hunt he done what he could, with what he's given him six games, whatever it was. You know, that's. It's it's horribly depressing to to watch to to see, um, I, you know I, I haven't got words for that. You know the club's been a mess for years. It's been a mess for so long. This is just the final nail in the coffin of mismanagement, um, misownership, EFL doing what they do. Um, you know, yeah, you can point the fingers at players, but that's not me. I, I you know, it's it's what it is. Um, we're down, we're down, and yeah. we are a sinking ship at the minute. It's and but we're not. Can I ask you? Is is it disbelief? Is it shock? Was it inevitable? What What are you you feeling? Because we're we're doing this. We we started recording straight after the final whistle, literally. Um, do, do you do you have a sense of shock? Do you have a sense of disbelief, despair? What is it that you're feeling? I could, I could round up every room. Like it's, it's everything. Um, yeah. It's not a shock because it was coming to us eventually. Mm-hmm. And you keep hoping you're dodging the bullets as we've done for probably uh, five seasons. Yeah. Despite the, you know, all the embargo and everything else. But the AFL have got what they want now. You know, we're down like Derby were last season. They can go, yep, we, we've punished the bad teams and we do what we want. There's a few more teams up there in the championship that hopefully get their comeuppance, you know, for doing the same. You know, Big Rom is at West Brom now. Everyone's spending stupid money. Notts Forest are doing it in the champ in the Premier League. Chelsea do it in the Premier League. Do they get punished? No, we do. Uh, it's it's not bitterness. It's just a fact. It's just that football is stupid. Football is just the most ridiculous. It does seem thing. it does seem like yes, Reading are in a mess, but football, you know. The wider game is is in a bit of a mess at the moment as well, isn't it? I think a total uh, mess, total yeah. mess. But, uh, you know, is it on a scapegoat? Don't they? Well, I mean, who knows? Who knows what goes on? But Johnny, I just just want to ask you a, another question. You, you mentioned about relegation previously, and you know, I mentioned very early on about that Jamie Curiton goal. Some of the best moments that we've had as Reading fans. Going back, because obviously it's 21 years in in the top two divisions, three seasons in the Premier League, the rest of the time in in the you know the second tier, of the Championship. Um, obviously, you know some of our greatest moments as Reading fans going back before then have been that Jamie Curiton goal, and that kind of if you if you think back to then, you know we'd never been in the Premier League at that point, mm. and we got some momentum after that. So is it kind of we have a reset in the summer and then, you know, who knows how long it's going to be, but is it now a chance to kind of start again or are you genuinely concerned about the short, medium and maybe even the long-term future for the club? It can go either way. Like, you know, when I don't, you know, folks that watch us and listen to us, I remember when you know, we went 
relegated down to League One at the new ground, which is typical Reading. Um, it took us three or four years to have a competitive team to get to. You know, we lost the playoff final to Walsall in 2000. We got promoted the year after. But for two or three years there, Tommy Burns, bless him, brilliant coach managers, all the guys we've had on here, um, until Pards came in, we started to build a momentum in 2000. Uh, but you know, for two years we were we were ropeable, I and mean, it could happen again. You can't. No one can sit here and go, "It won't happen." No one. We, we sit here and go, "Already oh, won't get relegated." It's happened. Mm. You know, so we're we're in that same position again. But it's it's like we don't run the club. I wish we actually could. We get Dylan Kerr on board. He might have a chance of running the team doing well. But you know, Bowen and all the guys behind the scenes. Go on, go and prove to us. You know, action speaks louder than words. Make a difference. We're relegated. You're in charge. Do something. The owners are doing what they're doing. And it's, it's whatever way you look at it, it's not impressive. And like the players will come and go. Any football club has that. Um, or the lone players will go back. Show us a reset that actually means something. Show us some future plan that goes right this is where we're aiming for I'm, I'm, I'm still not convinced I'm, I'm, I'm not convinced yeah. about the owners I hear what they say I hear what Bowen says but he's an employee of the club yeah and, and let's talk about uh, what last season's relegated clubs are doing because that might be you know it's kind of doom and gloom and it's official now we, we have been relegated but we look at last season's relegated clubs, so Peterborough, Derby and Barnsley. Obviously, Derby had that massive points deduction, didn't they? Mm. Um, but you look at all three of those clubs have done well this season. So Barnsley already confirmed in the playoffs and, and they'll finish in fourth place and they'll be joined in the playoffs by either Derby or Peterborough. Derby are currently two points ahead of Peterborough going into the last game of the season on Monday. Um, and look, we've got a couple of local derbies to look forward to I know it's it's not really time to look forward to anything really at the moment but next season there are four local derbies against Wickham and Oxford obviously home and away four games um and just to run through some of Reading's opponents next season um they include Portsmouth Charlton Lincoln Shrewsbury Fleetwood Burton Albion Exeter Bristol Rovers Cheltenham and Port Vale. Um, so those are the sort of teams that we'd be playing next season. Some long trips there, obviously, Exeter and the likes of Fleetwood. The only uh, good thing for me, Mark, is I think I've actually do some different walks for mental health awareness. That's the only good, yeah. good side of us going down, to be honest. Yeah, and look, you know, Bristol Rovers and Cheltenham, they're not local derbies, but they're not too far away. MK Dons, you know, we don't we don't know for sure if they're staying up yet. Um, but look, j- just quickly, Johnny, talking about Monday's game, Huddersfield against Reading, Andy Carroll's back from suspension. Do we care what happens now? Is it about pride? W- what do you think? I don't really care. I don't, any, you know, like people are going, probably they're selling their tickets for free on eBay. Yeah. I don't know. I like, or like, 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 like for Noel Hunt as a manager, show some pride. Give the young ones a run out. Yeah, Absolutely. Like, like, there's all the lone players are going back to the clubs. They're not going to come back to Reading in League, League One. Let's mm. be honest. So, 
play the guys that want to be there next season. We haven't got much of a choice. Yeah. Uh, off the contracted players. If Andy Carroll stays in League One, brilliant. I don't know if he will. I can't, I can't see it. No, neither can I. You know, Jeff Hendry. And, and is, is, Andy, is Andy Carroll, you know, someone that we want to keep now? You know, well, I, if, I he, if, he, if he wants to stay. Complete reset, don't we? Yeah, but they're like he's contracted. Nabi Sars contracted. Yeah. Tom Holmes is contracted. McIntyre's contracted. So you, you would want to keep. All of those players, included. Uh, it's, 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 again, it's like beggars can't be choosers. What do you, yeah. what do you have to, you know, like if they want to stay, who who wants to come to a relegated club in League One with our embargoes and all the stuff that we've had, and who knows what the EFL is going to have lined up for us over the summer? It's uh, all I want, and all I've ever want, and you want, and anyone that ever watches Reading play is people that want to play for the team. I don't yeah. care how good they are or whatever. The, the guys that have played this season, Jeff Hendrick has his, you know, people that doubt him. He's put his shift in. Whether he's the best player in the world or not, it's irrelevant. Baba Rahman, you know, again, it's because we had no other choice to get him in. Junior Hollett, again, is a guy I'd... I'd if he wants to play for us next season, but why would you want to play for Reading League One? Beggars can't be choosers. Beggars haven't been choosers for the last three seasons because of all the. Maybe, maybe Johnny, that'll be a good thing. Players that want to leave will leave, and then we'll be left. Yes, with you know, we're left with what we're left with. But we had that last season, Mark. But like you, but like you said, we want players. Like I think McIntyre, for example, Holmes. I think. They're two players that you would pick out that want to play for Reading and want to do well for Reading. Is would you go along with that? Possibly, but then agent talks again. You know, you know how it works. And like you know, last season we had Laurent Rinamota, the same. Are you Reading through and through when somebody offers you more money? That's that's the way football works. I I, I don't I don't really care about the the players, and it's it's about. Somebody come out and give us a plan. Somebody but, comes but out. Johnny, uh, what I would say is every fan of any club loves a player that's come up through the ranks. So maybe there's something with, with Noel Hunt where he could kind of, you know, accelerate some of the younger players coming through, possibly. What do you think? Oh, Noel Hunt's a great coach of youngsters. But I, I'm not, I'm not going to say Noel's a... The, the coach for next season because the owners, you know, to be honest, he, you know, he could bring me or you up and ask us to coach the team next season. Their ideas are so random. Um, I, I, I don't know. There's no planning. There hasn't been planning for years. And as, as I go back to what Mark Bowen was saying, you know, to the fans the other week, I, yeah, they talk about what they're going to do. Fine, talk about it. But like, we're in a mess. The club's in a mess. It's been a mess for years. If the players want to stay, fine. But he wants to stay in League One. If you could play in the Championship, earn more money. I, I you know, it's a job. We, you know, we, me and you've been working in our jobs in different worlds. If somebody's going to pay you more money, will you stay there? Despite you were born and played for Reading. Like, you know, that's the reality of, you know, we've now gone another level down from the Championship yeah. to League One. Let, so, let, me, let me ask you about the manager, John, oh, sorry, did you want to say something else there? No, 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 no. Okay, so let, let me ask you, firstly, 
what type of manager do you think Reading need to take the club forward? And is Noel, you know, is Noel Hunt a possible answer or do we get someone else in? And if so, what what type of manager? I honestly don't know, Mark. And I, I don't like it. It's not, I, I, you know, Noel Hunt is a, a, a decent guy who did a good enough job in the circumstances he did. I wouldn't knock him. Paul Lintz has got a lot of questions to answer for, but it's because the, the owners allowed him to do what he did for so long, despite the points embargo and blah, blah, blah. And we go around the circus and talk about it. You know, we, 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 you know, we talk about Dylan is a positive manager. He does what he does. Not saying, you know, because it sounds a bit cheesy and in you singing his, you know, his, his praises all the time, but why not? Or a manager like Dylan Kerr, a manager like Noel Hunt, or, or, or having having a, a, a setup where everyone knows what they're doing. I, I don't hear anything about what Michael Jilts does anymore. I don't hear anything about yeah. what Michael Ledgerwood does anymore. They're, they're Reading legends, so it's all gone quiet. And I, I'm like going, talk. What's the going on? Problem, the yeah. biggest problem is the Reading FC. The communication. I'm on the Supporters Trust as a board member. I still don't get. Communication. We we don't get to know. You know, last night was a classic example of we had the players' awards at the ground with the select invite, paying stupid amounts of money to decide the players of the season, and that really kind of sums up this season. I probably get hung out. That's kind of pointless, isn't it? Because if you do yeah. it that way, you know, people are are going not just some people are going to boycott that out, uh, to make a point you know, as a protest, but some people are going to think, well, I'm, you know, want to spend my money on something else. Well, yeah, like the money talks. So then what's what's the point of doing it? Because it's not... Uh, It's it's like it's not... not, If it's a fan's vote, it should be a fan's vote. Which it always was on the last day of the season. Yeah, so it's not... It's not really a legitimate vote if you're not letting the fans vote. No, it's not. It's not like it, there has been so much. You know, that's just another stupid public, yeah, exercise of of how things have been done wrong. So how many yeah. how many more stupid things do the club want to do to to hang them? You know, it's it's horrible. It's it's like can I, yeah, Johnny. Can I just ask you? T- so two names that have come up, and we don't know how much is is in this. I mean, Carl Robinson was was mentioned, and now he's gone to to Leeds as assistant manager. Um, there with Sam Allardyce, uh, so he's obviously not coming to Reading. Um, the the one that that was a favourite for a while, and, and we don't know whether you know how they make up these odds, even or, or whether they've even spoken to to Reading. Someone that we've had on as a as a guest who said he'll come back and talk about how this process works mm-hmm. is David Artel, the former crew manager, took crew up. He's on the list at one. I don't know what the odds are now, but he was one of many. Potential future Reading managers on the list at thirty-three to one. I don't even know yet. I, I know David. Um, I don't even know yet whether he's had any contact with Reading. You know, I can ask him. But the the two names. So John O'Shea seemed to be the favourite for yeah. for a week, and now um, the the new favourite supposedly is Richie Wellens, who's you know had. Uh, one league two twice with two different clubs, Swindon and just won the title with Leighton Orient. Phil Parkinson's got a mention, obviously, but it, would Phil Parkinson no. 
Wouldn't touch us. Um, I don't think so. No, no one. He wouldn't want to touch would, us to the barge. Would, Rich, the would Richie Wellens, having just won the title no. in Orient, seriously want to come to Reading? No, he he want to touch Reading. Do you think? Do you think John O'Shea is a possibility? No, no, John O'Shea is not. I don't think so because he's under twenty ones here in Ireland. He's he's doing what he does. I, I don't see why would you want to go to a struggling club like Reading in League One? What's that as a as a a, a promotion when you're doing a great job? So with... why are these? Why why is Richard and, and John O'Shea? Well, who, who who was there at the game on Saturday? Alkia Javachon, whatever his name is, again, who's been constantly denying contact. You know, we've been told that he's not involved. He's just a friend of the owners. Toxic. I, I I'll sit it here and say it. it. It's what it is. It's like you know, Star have said it. We you know it's like well. He's there. So basically, so basically, you reckon that it might end up being yet another Kia Goro. Well, if it is, they're absolutely manager. stupid. It, it, like, if you want to, you want to go play the lottery of the managers that we've had for the last eight years. Uh, you know, since McDermott left, Adkins came in was probably the first. Then Yapstan came in out of the blue. All the rest has been a gamble. It's been. You know, Panovic. I don't. It, how many managers that we've had? Did you go? Yeah, Steve Clark. Okay, but a lot of them are just like Jose Gomez. It, it's it's been. I think. I Paul think, Lintz. Paul Lintz probably summed up. Paul the Lintz whole way sums of, up, doesn't it? Eight, yeah, eight years that management. And he's he he came into Reading as an experienced manager, but where what? at Lidl's or uh, Aldi? I don't know. Yeah. Which yeah. What success has he? What what was the reason he was bought in? Because he's, he's the governor and he knows what he's talking about and blah blah you know, blah. Great great player, but yeah. he is out of the game. And what success did he have as a manager? Why why Nothing. why would Reading go for someone like that? And and I think that's just indicative. It's, it's just it's just gambling the it's, over the over the last few years. Yeah, it's just hoping for the best. It's like any clubs that are doing this now. They just throw a name out there. I would try him. And like the owners, I'm, I'm you know. They may have a lot of money, but common sense-wise in football, they haven't got a clue. I, I hope Mark Bowen changes it, and I hope all the backroom staff are changing it. And, you know, the, you know, we've got Brian Carey. We, yeah, I'm, I'm going, okay, well, right. But we've got relegated. Johnny. We had a chance. Yeah, you, sorry, what were you going to say? There was a, you know, apparently Ince could have gone in February, but the owner says stick with him. So, like, well, the owner's got the money. So, even then, when his advice from the people that are football people, he's stuck with someone that's clearly not doing the job well. And now we're now relegated. So, like, do the owners still know what they're doing? Look at Chelsea. If you want to go, <laughs> what is an owner doing? Yep, throw money at it. And Chelsea are now a worse team in. How many years? Close to relegation, aren't they then? Yeah, for like 400 and how many million they've spent. You know, it's, yeah. football's a stupid, ludicrous game. But let, let me, I don't give a monkey's about the other teams. It's our team. Yeah. Let, me ask you, let me ask you a question. I said earlier that the three teams that went down from the championship last season, you know, have had good seasons. So um, at least, well, one of them might get promoted. At least... So two of them will be in the playoffs and the other that went down will mm. just miss out. So does that give Reading uh, hope 
because of those because those t- three teams that got relegated have done well this season? Um, or is Reading a different kettle of fish? And you go actually, you know, we're we're we've got to be concerned about the short term future, and we might not. You know, we might not be having a good season next season either. Is is that a concern? Is that a genuine concern? Well, everything's a genuine concern for me, Mark, because I, I don't know what the owners think. I, I, I still, you know, like they've invested how much money in the club and we're, we're further away now yeah. to getting the, to the Premier League than we were when they started. So, yeah, they, they can, I, I, you know, people say they won't pull the plug. And and you know all the all the the talk is about you know we're building and it's a stepping stone. I'm like, it's not your club. It's the fans' club. You know, it's Reading FC. It's the people that support the club. Mm. It, it's horrible. It's a horrible situation to be in. I I don't. I, I you know it's like having having Rodney and Delboy fucking running running in Reading FC. To be honest, at the minute, it's you know it's like it, it's clueless. I'm still waiting for change. They had a chance to change in February, apparently. Again, I'm only from here. So they didn't. We can now relegate. You know, mm-hmm. from, from Freckin High Street, you've now gone to down to, I don't know where else in London you can go that's selling cheaper shit on the, you know, from a suitcase. But it's pretty much, that's well, what it feels like. Well, look, you know, you know that I like to put my positive spin on things and, you know, we, we don't know what's going to happen in the summer. We, yeah. we can only keep our fingers crossed and hope. Um, at least, yeah, I'm not even going to say it's relief. Um, but, it's reality, but, isn't it? But at least, Yeah, it's reality. At least we know now. So, I don't know. Would it have been worse to go to Huddersfield and for Neil Warnock to send us down? Oh, we still gloat about it and rub it in. And, yeah. like, you know, we, we but, get but, what we deserve. But listen, on a... Um, Trying to find some positives from somewhere, you know, green shoots for the future or whatever. Let's hope that, you know, regardless of what happens in the summer, that we've got an opportunity somehow to look forward, not necessarily to another Jamie Curitan at Brentford moment, but we're, let's hope that this is the lowest that we're going to go and then and it doesn't get any worse. And then we've got stuff to look forward to. So, look, we've got some local derbies. We've got two proper local derbies. Yeah, but how, how much are they going to love that now? You know, like, you know, Reading yeah. have been lording yeah. it over them, you know. But don't forget, some of our best moments, and you and I are talking as Reading fans going back to, you know, Division 3, Division 4 days. Mm. Um, some of our best moments have come following relegation. So, you know, you go back to that relegation that you mentioned and then Reading make progress, that Jamie Curitan goal, and then what happened next and going up to the Premier League. Um, that, yeah, but that, I think, that happened after a relegation, don't forget. Yeah, I know, it, Mark, but I think, you know... When, it took, when a, while, we watched, it took a while, but... When we watched Reading, it was more patient, you know. It, yeah. We were allowed to build yeah. in those days. Now it's like they want instant. The owners want instant. It's different, uh, isn't it? It's it is. Different. Don't you think, Mark? I'm, I'm not being. I'm not cutting you off. But like in those days, it was like, okay, we could build because the money wasn't involved. You, well, know, you had local. Like, you had local owners. Roger Smee yeah. used to 
play for Reading. You yeah. Know, just talking about, mean, we're not talking about a manager who used yeah. to play for Reading. We're talking about the owner, the chairman. Yeah, yeah. And, and you can John, build and people John believe Medes- in them. Yeah, so John Medeski, you know, is a Reading man. He really cared about the club and he did things the right way. He built yeah. on solid foundation. Yeah. And you could believe in what he was doing. He got, yeah. okay, managers got sacked, but then, you know, you had guys come in. But it was all done at a certain level where he went, it's still very grounded. Because I go back to something I've said on previous episodes, that the owner that we've got now, and this is a fact, the That's owner that we've got now um, bought Reading because Reading was available. Yeah. So I can't believe for one minute that his first choice was Reading. The the reason he bought Reading was because Reading was available. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a toy. And it's different. So that makes it different. So Roger Smee, former Reading player, saved the club of all those other people involved. Because he cared. Yeah. So John Medeski cared, a local man, did things in the... And not just because he's a local man, he did things in the right way, built on solid foundations. This is your budget. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. that's why we got players like Kevin yeah. Dortmund, because yeah. you have to do your hard work. Yeah, and it wasn't you know, I'm sure Sir John Medeski would have made sure that we're not having any points deductions because we stick that that's the problem. They kind of pushed yeah. that He's a businessman, up. wasn't he? He was yeah. a local businessman, he knew what he was doing. I know it's a different money world that we had back then. But he wouldn't let the club fall under. These, yeah. like you said, like I think the, the guys that run us now, I think they weren't. They were trying to buy Hull previously. I think there was a, a couple other clubs, and they didn't get the, the uh, approval. But then the EFL approved them for us. I could be wrong. No one wants to shout me down. But it's like it's just it, it's horrible money. So are you worried? Are you worried? For yeah, the, of course what, I am. And like everyone else can go, why, why, why are you worried? Like, if those owners pull out, like like you wake up one day, Mark, and you go, I don't want to do this anymore. I wake up one day and go, I don't want to do this anymore. They they wake up and go, I don't want to do Reading anymore. Who, he, who knows what's in their heads? We don't have regular contact with them as owners. They don't talk to us regularly. Getting information out of the club, apart from Bowen and whatever else, is is hard than it has been for a long time. And that's where we're a championship club. Now you're a League One club. Are they going to go, ah, I want a new play toy to play with. I want to go and buy something else. If you've got that amount of money to play with, will they go, ah, bordering? Well, we'll... It's, it's not, it's, like you say, like with John Majewski, Smee... They cared about the club because it was meant something to them. Does does did the owners does it mean something to them or is it just talk? Well, let's Johnny. Let's see what happens in the in the summer. Um, plenty more to talk about. And and look, we we should be having Simon Church back on. He was on in uh, series one. We should be ha- having him back on tomorrow. Um, so that that's the plan. So. We'll we'll ask Simon Church for his opinions and um, talk to him about what he's doing now. So that is, um, I think that's about 99% confirmed that Simon Church will be our guest tomorrow. Um, And that episode will be available from 6pm tomorrow. And our guests coming up include Adam LaFondra. And that episode will be available from 10am on Monday. And we're also hoping to confirm Linvoy Primus. Thank you to Johnny for that one. Um, 
and Phil Parkinson as upcoming guests. And who knows, maybe we'll get Michael Jilks one day as well. He said yes. But a actually, big, a big shout out to Brian McDermott for his new job. Yeah, congratulations to to Brian. Um, is it director of football at Hibs? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Sporting yeah. director or director of football, one of the two. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. congratulations, yeah, massive congratulations to Brian. Um, you know, Reading could have probably found some role for him, but uh, he's gone to there him. There we go. Yeah, congratulations. So, look, Johnny, we've we've talked plenty for tonight. We could go on and on and on. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll still be relegated. Yeah, but we would still be relegated. We'd still be playing in League One next season, uh, unless the EFL have got other ideas. Let's see. Nah. Um, but um, yeah, one more game to go away to Huddersfield. Um, I asked you if you if you cared, and you said no. I think you probably do a little bit. Of course, I care, mate. It's, I it's, it's like I just thought all the fans game. will go. The fans will go and watch the game. Um, it's horrible. It's a horrible yeah. situation. You just hope there won't be many game. though. There'll be less, won't there? Now going. Well, if anyone fancies a day trip to Huddersfield, I'm sure there'll be tickets available. But like everyone will go and put their sing the hearts out for the lads. Because is there, is there another to. reason to go to Huddersfield though? If you don't go to the football. Set fires in Neil Warnock's car? I don't know. What like, what'd you do? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, what'd you do? Like, you know, the fans, the, the fans are the ones that are punished, Mark. That's the bottom line. Like, yeah. You know. Agree with that. Agree with it's that. It's horrible. It's a horrible situation. But what can you do? We just... All right. We go again. Well, let's leave it there, Johnny, until the next time. Um, as I say, we're 99% certain that, that Simon Church is our guest tomorrow and that episode will be available from 6pm tomorrow, as in Friday. So, Reading are are relegated. Thanks for your time, Johnny. Uh, The doom and gloom has been realised. We will be playing in League One next season. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.